The Founders Podcast. Listen to the stories of how everyday extraordinary people start amazing businesses. Hear how they overcome the odds and find success in the entrepreneurial world. The up and down, the good and the bad, and everything in between. And now, your hosts, Jordan Hansen and Brandon Minard. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Founders Pod. My name is Brandon Minert. I'm here with my co-hosts, Matt Lamb and Jordan Hansen. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Broadcasting from the United Commercial Insurance Studios. United Commercial Insurance Studio. We do business insurance, auto insurance, commercial auto property, commercial property, business property, Arizona Mission, what else? Workers' compensation, cyber insurance. We do it all. If your business needs it, we got it. All over this great country, big or small, we do it all. Call us today, United Commercial Insurance, 208-229-8222. Again, that's United Commercial Insurance, 208-229-8222. Look forward to talking to you about your business. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello. Hey. Also, this is our fourth episode on video, I believe. On video, yeah. And we also just look at the camera and just say, hey, guys, look down here if you're on YouTube and subscribe. Subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button. Smash that like. <laughs> Smash that like. Just demolish it. Demolish <laughs> it. Break your keyboard. Send the bill to United Commercial Insurance. E. Uh, leave us Claim a comment, it. too. Right? Yeah. Comments you got thoughts? Good. Yeah. Feedback? Yeah. A topic you want us to address? Leave us a comment. Yep. I have a question for you guys. You can... Eliminate one crime from the world from ever happening ever again. Okay? You can eliminate that crime from ever happening ever again. However, you have to commit that one crime and suffer the consequences of it. What would the crime be? I've already thought about it. I already know my answer. One one misdeed, whatever that is, it'll never happen again in the history of, of the world. You're asking what crime that would be? Yeah. What or, would it be? Or what I want to do it? Like, no, we, it's the we same. have to physically, we you, have to go through it. You have to it. commit it. And you have and to. not just suffer the punishment. We have to. You have to commit it. it. You'd suffer the consequences. You'd, take the, you'd go to jail for life or whatever. Whatever that punishment is. Yeah. I'm just good. Can I just say no? I don't want to do it? No, okay. That's fine. There's not one is thing that out there. Of me? I mean, one thing, if it's small, then. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, so you can't think of any small thing uh, that you would at least want to improve. Not even like burning CDs. Oh, so copyright? No Do I care? I don't, <laughs> copyright? I don't know. I, that's not a thing I know anymore. But you know. Right, I know what you're saying, right? I'm just saying something that we've all done. Right, right, right. So. Yeah. The FBI warning, $250,000. Yeah, don't, don't listen to this, FBI. Um, nothing? You got nothing. No, you go. You got something. Okay, perjury. Uh, perjury. You perjury. I would perjure myself so that it, it so that no one could ever lie in court ever again. So if you just went Ooh, up to somebody and said, "Hey, did you do this murder?" They'd have to say the truth. What's the punishment for perjury? Whatever. It's probably not big. Is. I would just go up there and be like, "They'd say, did you do this?" I'd be like, "Nope." No, and they'd be that. like, "Oh, we can prove it." Well, dang it. Okay, yeah. give me a fine. Yeah, or you even go to jail, but it wouldn't. Okay, be. it depends on what it is. But yeah, that's a really good one because then our courts become incredibly more it's probably the most yeah. impactful yeah it's very powerful with I've the also, least amount of payment i've also thought about i was gonna say parking fines like 
in violation. So you can never park incorrectly again. Okay. <laughs> you will pay that price. I also, I also thought about like going over and, and assassinating or murdering a, um, what I consider a, a bad international person. And I could potentially um, get, you know, defend my way out of it, right? Like, like I committed some sort of murder internationally to somebody that was a wanted criminal. Mm-hmm. And and for whatever reason, it was like a self defense tor- sort of crime. See, I think you're bending the rules a little. I know bit. it's you're not it's really fringe. It's not, it's not really a real crime. Then, it's right? fringe. You're actually, just yeah. self defense. Okay, well perjury. I no, I, I think planned really good defense because there's worse crimes, right? But then you're gonna make the world a lot better because then you can at least you know when they go to court, it's just like oh crap, the truth has to come out. Drug dealing. I don't think that I, I, drug dealing. I don't even know how wrong it is sometimes. Okay. It's an option. Um, let's see. Anyway, it's an interesting thing to think about. There's terrible crimes, right? Terrible crimes. But I don't want to commit those terrible crimes. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And maybe the selfless thing would be to do that. But uh, that's a tough to even mm. perpetrate the act. Even not even the like Matt had the good distinction between perpetrating and actually paying the paying the 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 price would almost not be as bad as the perpetration. Yeah. Okay, well, one. I came up with one. You did a good job, and I'll, I'm just going to piggyback on yours. Okay, perjury. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I don't think you get a lot of cred in prison. Like, I don't know if you're punished by prison. Where you're like, what are you in for? Perjury. What are you in here for? I perjured. Did you say murder? Per- no. no. Perjury. <laughs> no, I have perjured. I perjured. I perjured that guy real bad. <laughs> Dude, that guy got perjured wait, all up. Wait, you perjured yourself? I mass yeah, perjured. I perjured myself. I mass perjured <laughs> mass a group perjured. of people. I'm a I mass perjurer. I mass perjurer. I did it on the stand in front of a lot yeah. of people. It was out there, plain sight. Demolished everybody. The judge was there. Judge was there. Judge was there. He I perjured his A. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> not a lot of cred. No, not so much. Okay. Well... Today's episode, uh, we are going to be talking about something that a couple of us, Brandon and I, have experience with. Um, I thought it was an interesting topic, wanted to talk about it uh, now that we're in the states or the circumstances that you and I are in. Which means um, months ago you couldn't have talked. <laughs> we probably, maybe we should have talked about it a little bit more. Um, this could be like a counseling session. It could be. This has yeah. counseling session vibes. Yeah, here we go to it, and you'll find out why. But it is about uh, partnerships and business. Um, should you have them? When should you have them? If if they're a good fit, and how do you navigate them? What are some potential pitfalls of being in a partnership, or what are some things to look out for? So to kind of preface that, Brandon, you and I have been partners on a couple of businesses. We did lead web designs. Uh, we also started Citadel Packaging together. Did we have, that's it, right? That's it. That's it. Um, and Jordan, you started your business and you do not have a partner. I do not have a partner. Um, I had a small, and it's still running, uh, mm-hmm. and I partnered with someone forever ago and it kind of made me not pumped about partnering. What was that business? Uh, Amateur Dota 2 League. Oh, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So again, not a big business, right? But it was a little side business and we worked hard on it. But I remember uh, it made me not as pumped about partners. Are you, were you, will you be able to talk about that? Yeah, sure. I okay. can talk about who's, it. Whose idea was it to start that? Me. 
And what led to getting more people involved? Um, I think it's, you know, it was like my first real business I had started. And well, you can say real in varying degrees. It was registered with the Secretary of State. Uh, we actually got revenue. It never got big. It never paid salaries or anything. So it was a side business forever. But it was legitimate. It was my first one I had built myself. Um, and so being my first one, I was like, yeah, I want to share the love. I'm excited about this. Let's get some other people to get in there and be excited about it. So Did you think you needed those people or it was more of a, let's just, I want to not do this alone. I want to have fun with other people. I think it was more of the latter. Like I, I wanted to have fun with other people. I wanted other people to be involved. But you now, could have done it yourself. I, I looking back, I think I probably could. Yeah. Now it was, it was very helpful later as partnerships changed and it was helpful to have those other people, but yeah. Nice. You notice I'm directing my comments to Jordan to avoid just the conflict. Kidding. No. <laughs> Brandon, what are your thoughts? Okay. So I kind of would like to start the conversation with why, why do we get into partnerships? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I am fairly hypocritical when it comes to partnerships because I, I don't like them. You, you typically tell that. people not to. I don't them. like them. But you like people and you like working with people. I love I love working with people. How many business ideas has Brandon pitched you, Ooh, Matt? A lot. A lot. And me too. A lot. Right? So Brandon has he is you're an idea guy and you like to share in that enthusiasm Absolutely. With, with other people. But ideally I don't but that being said, I'm I'm I was partners with Matt. Mm -hmm. And I have I'm partners with insurance now. Right, that's yeah. true. It's and a little different relationship. Yeah. But yeah. But we're still partners. And so I think there's a lot of value in partnerships, but I think navigating the world of partnerships, I there's I have specific rules on how I want to do that now. Versus in the past, it's like I'd get into bed with <laughs> pretty much You're anybody. Pretty anybody. Right? You're an easy partner. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> what could go wrong? That's right. Yeah, exactly. We'll always be the way we are right now, so there won't Equal be any enthusiasm. problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, but you know, for me, when I'm when I have an idea, like right now, I I I have ideas all the time. Literally all the time. You guys know that. I bring them up to you guys. And I don't even bring up the all the ones I have because I typically try to temper <laughs> that enthusiasm because I know I've been through so many different ideas where I get raptured in them that they're really not good ideas. They're just things that are interesting. Okay? But it's like at this point in my life, I don't want to do all the work to, you know, do the idea. Right? Like we had Travis Hawks on. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he has, he has, he's an idea guy too, in my opinion. So he has a lot of ideas on how you could do things and how to take advantage of opportunities. But he said, he's like, you know, we have these ideas. It's like, I don't want to do all that work. And then you go through the starting process and you're like, okay, this isn't worth my time to do. And so having a partner is nice in that area where if they are in the, if they need something to do and a salary and, and effort, then they can go down that path. But anyway, so the reason I typically want to start a business and have a partner is traditionally one, you can lean on that person for moral support, right? It's like, yeah, we are valuable. This is a good idea. Keep pushing through, right? Sometimes you just need that in a business because you get down, you're, you're dis discouraged on no sales or whatever. Uh, two, you want to share the risk financially a little bit because you don't want to, lose everything if you put in everything and then three skills and talents right you want to utilize somebody else's talents and not have to pay for that you want to have a complimentary right right partner but that being said 
most businesses that I've done or seen, I feel like the person that was the main pusher of it should have just done that on their own because they could have hired out a talent. They could have relied on friends and family to give them moral support and they could have taken the risk financially and been fine. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And so, and, and the reason I say that is because I think partnerships are, you can, you can, in the right setting, you can accomplish more, but more often than not, you guys that you grow into this conflict of interest almost where you're both looking out, you're both trying to do your own thing under the same roof. And it's like, you know, not working. It's not gelling. It's not jamming. And so I don't know, there's so many times where you have to work on the partnership more than you have to work on the actual business. In my opinion. Right. So that's how I think. I, I mean, Matt and I, I think Matt, Matt's an easy person to be partnered with because Matt can get along with anybody. <laughs> he can get along almost, with almost anybody. almost anybody. And so Matt was really easy for me to get along with for so long because Matt and I could work through these problems. But if I'm going to do a partnership now, it's going to be like, look, I'm going to be in the background. I don't want to operate the business an with operator. you. You're going to invest and give ideas, but you don't want to be an operator. No, I don't want to be an operator. And I don't want to have to have effort go into two people operating and having, you know, different things going on, having to deal with that partnership more than you're dealing with the actual business problems. Right. Um, and I just find that that all t- happens all too often when, when multiple partners are in the day to day operations, it can get messy, you know? And that's what I like about this insurance partnership. It's, I'm running my agency without any interaction, any unnecessary interaction with my partners. And I like that. If they were in the day to day, I'd, I'd be like, look, I'm out. I don't, I do not like you telling me what I can can and can't do that way. It just doesn't work for me. So I don't know. I think partners are complicated and there's a draw to them and I'm drawn to them in so many ways. But in the end, I, I really do think you're better off operationally having just one person doing it. And there's exceptions to all this, right? Absolutely. Right. There are. But yeah, because there's partnerships that work really I'm, well. In fact, Y Combinator, which is a big startup accelerator, they typically never even look at a solo founder. They have to have, they said they want to at least to come in See, there. See, I wonder why. Now, I'm part of an accelerator as well, Tiny Seed, and they say they love solo because like 70% of businesses fail because of just founder yeah. conflict, right? Solving, like you said, getting the personality. The business is already hard. Getting the personalities to work together, um, I think it, it's really you know that's extra. It adds just a lot more complexity. Yeah. But I think potential if it works, it can crush. Right, if the partnerships really are gelling well, and if they're complementary skill sets, it's gonna do really well. Mm-hmm. I think for me, uh, going into a partnership, like I think I said it in maybe a couple episodes past when we were talking about the risks of starting a business. Um, I, I was never the guy who was going to start a business. Brandon had started businesses before, I don't know, in college, before college, whatever. Um, he was always the business guy. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to work for somebody. It's safe, whatever. This is what I'm going to do. And so starting a business for me, it took somebody else planting that idea and kind of pushing and saying, hey, let's do this. So where Brandon, you say like, yeah, having somebody to maybe to pick you up when you're down or somebody to bounce ideas off of, for me, it was more of, I need somebody to hold my hand in a way, right? That's done it before or 
that I can get, gain confidence from because we're doing this as a team. But now, you know, fast forward a few years, and I am the sole owner of my business. I look back and say, okay, I'm capable. I could do this. Um, not that, it, like, I don't need anybody else, but it's you, you figure out, like, I can do this. It's not that bad. So It's, it's similar to working out at a gym. If you, do, if you go to CrossFit and you walk in your first time, you're like, oh, wow, I can't do these workouts, yeah. right? And then little by little, you realize, okay, well, I'm just building muscles. Every day when you go in, you're working on different aspects of that workout until you're into it three years and you're doing everything that you thought you'd never be able to do. You're doing every day yeah. and more, right? And a business is very similar. Or anything you do is very similar to that where you build up those muscles and the confidence to do it. Um, and some people, you know, need a friend to bring them into that building so they can just start, you know, or accountability or whatever. But, you know, Matt and I, I mean, you and I had issues in our partnership where yeah. if you're, if you're both trying to make decisions, right. And I just think everybody changes in time. So when you start a business and you guys and two people are wide eyed and, you know, it, they're just seeing butterflies and rainbows and after you go through some down times where it affects your income and your family's income, then you start getting very like money changes things. For yeah. Sure. For and sure. you start getting very defensive and you start looking out for just yourself and your family. And now, okay, well I got to look out for me and mine and I'm going to make decisions that are best for me and mine and not, I don't really care about him. It's easy when things are going well. Absolutely. Right. And, and Jordan's talked about it and we've talked, it's like, we're two par personalities where we would struggle. Yeah, I think we would. I don't if think I'd like you being telling me what to do. Because you're really like, you'd like to tell people. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that you like to tell people. You just have a strong personality, yeah. a strong idea of how don't things should that. be done. Don't say that. Don't say that. Let's not. <laughs> but, and I don't like being told what to yeah. do at all. So, yeah, I think it would be, I could, there would be a lot of friction. And I, and I do think, too, you know, if you get, if you, if you have a partner, you don't know what changes they're going to take, what changes are going to take place in that person's life over the next years. Like, what if they get a divorce? Right. And what if they're not showing up in time? Mm -hmm. And what if they're not putting in the same effort that you thought that they should put in? You can't buy a partner. They own. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. And what if you don't have the financial resources to buy them out? And, or, or just whatever. I mean, we had, we had one of the people, we had Terry Scully. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm actually partnered with Terry Scully. He had an now, agent. It's, now it's, I am. It's important to say, Brent, you worked by yourself for nine years. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I was all by myself. And I was lucky to avoid because there were times where a partnership opportunity had arised and I pursued it and it fell through. And I look back and think, oh, I dodged a bullet. I right. dodged a massive bullet there. And I'm so grateful they didn't. But anyway, Terry, he had a, a gentleman where he was partners with an insurance agency who got him into a lot of trouble. Yeah. You yeah, know, I he remember, was, yeah, he was almost a million dollars in debt to insurance companies due to this gentleman's financial mismanagement of their agency. And he talked about, okay, and then he took over that person's responsibilities and he got him out of that problem all by himself, but he kept him as a partner. And he we said, still says he regrets that, right? And we're like, why did you do that? And he's like, oh, I just, you know, I, I didn't want to, I thought it was the Christian thing to do. I, I look back, I think I really should have, but I didn't. And, you know, if it was an employee, he'd be like, you're going to, yeah. you know, yeah. get out. Right. But, and it would have been a better thing for him business wise. Probably and, both of them. Yeah. And, yeah. and even to this day, I'm, you know, talking with 
him, the partner still resents Terry. Right. I mean, nothing really, it, it's been a difficult relationship ever since. <clears throat> and so, I mean, there's a lot that can go wrong that really is very, very, very difficult to handle or deal with once you're down the road pretty far and you're financially invested and, and it's difficult to buy them out or even if they, they'll allow you to buy them out, there's just so many things that go into it. Um, I, that scares me. That part scares me. It's like, I've seen people change over years. And when I would have gone into a partnership with them in five years, I'd be like, I would never want to be tied to that person. Right. And so that also scares me. And especially in a business, I'm so willing to like, if somebody shows enthusiasm for this idea, let's do it. You know, what could go wrong? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it scares me. It's scared. That, that aspect scares me about partnerships and so, yeah, when I do have conversations with people, I usually am like, oh, yeah, avoid that. So, so far, we've all taken, like, a heavy stance against. Like, I don't have partners, I, but we should talk about if you want. I mean, how do you make it work? Let's say you do have a partnership and or you're determined to make a, you have a partnership and you really want to work with this person. How do you make it work? Yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll jump in on that. So, for me, I have a clear understanding that it's like operationally that, that picture needs to be clear yes. on who's going to be doing roles, the, right? the role, the day to day, because I, I don't like two quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you know, cause if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback is t- typically the saying in football. And it's very difficult when one person is making the decisions and another person's making their own decisions and they're both have equal, you know, I don't know, weight, for the employees and the employees don't know who to look at and this and that. Now, if you have a big organization and you have like a sales side and a IT side or, and a, you know, manufacturing side and they're running their departments, but still they all have to really answer to one person. Yeah. Yeah. I just think for me, it's like, if I'm going to be in a partnership, I want to know what's the operation like, right? Am I going to be, shoulder to shoulder with this person making decisions every day and they're going to be making decisions and we're going to get into like a heated discussion all the time about these things. I'm not interested in it. And so at this point, a partnership for me would look like I, I would be interested in helping some, uh, being a partner with somebody on, on like I'm a silent partner or I'm a financial one that just comes in to help out. But I just don't want to do operations with somebody like that. Me personally, Matt, what do you think? I think they, and I know they can work and I know that they can be a really good thing. I think the key is it takes the right people, right? To work together and complement each other. And I think like Brandon, you are very, like we said, uh, you, you want to be the alpha, right? You're the out in front, the idea like, Hey, this is how it's going to go. Right. You don't want to be uh, do you see it like that, Brandon? I see it more like you see it as like you just have strong opinions of how it should go. I yeah, do, that's. Yeah. I think that's what I'm. And whether you think of yourself as an alpha or not, I don't think. Well, you I'm not saying he's setting himself right, right, like right. I have to be that, but just, just the way like he's hey, very str- opinionated about how things should yes. go. Yeah. yeah, and and maybe that's not conducive to uh, a partnership, and that's not a bad thing, no. right? Yeah. Right, you just have to recognize that. Yeah, um, and I think we could list off a number of businesses that just are one person as well as one partner to many partners and both sides have success. And so I think, so I have a, like my oldest brother, for example, he's owned a couple of businesses 
and he's had a partner with uh, both of them. Currently, he has a partner, and they've been doing it for, I don't know, going on 10 years now, I think, somewhere close to that. And I don't know the inner workings or everything that goes on, but it is working, and there is success. I'm sure there's problems, there's issues, which I think is to be expected. Uh, but apparently they have figured out a way to where they can work together, right? And it can work. I, I think it's similar to, there are a lot of similarities to marriage, right? But there are also a lot of differences. Yeah, like when you're married, you're together. At least that's the idea. Like it's, you know, we're not going to just separate over some right. small thing right. or. Um, There's no buyout. Yeah. Typically, you go to bed together that night, right. and you whatever. And uh, partnerships are are not that way. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm. I've said about me where I'm at a spot now where I'm the sole owner, and I'm really happy that that's how it worked out. But I'm not of the stance that that's that's the only way. Like, if there was another business opportunity, I am kind of the guy where. I agree with Brandon. I feel like I can work with a lot of people. And so if an opportunity came up, I would never say like, well, since I'm the sole owner now, I'm only going to be sole owner in the future. I'd, I'd entertain the idea. So yeah, it'd have to be the right, you yeah. have to be the right fit though. Yeah. It would be just really hard for me to want to do it. Um, I want to be able to buy a weird thing in my office without anyone, without having to consult with anyone, even if it's a stupid idea, I want to be able to buy that and not have to worry about that's what, something. That's what Kevin Holsey said, right? Remember Kevin? He was working at a physical therapy office, uh -huh. and the guy said, "Go buy this clock." And Kevin's like, "That clock's stupid." <laughs> like he's like, a, "He's like, when you own it, you can buy the yeah, yeah, you buy the whatever clock you, you want to buy. You can pick the clock he's you like, want. Right. right now, you buy the clock I want you to buy." That's it. exactly. And he's like, "Okay." And so that's what he did. But then Kevin, he has he had tons of partners. Tons of partners, yeah. And his was a little different though, where he had the different. His role wasn't as active yeah. in the clinic, like right. like the kind of partnerships you would be interested in right now. Right. So I think my opinion for what would make a partnership work had to be the right business right people, um, and then you know you, you can work get along with them. The business idea, I think having separate roles is, like, I'm in the software side. I'm probably always going to do software something. It would have to be, like, a separation of, like, development, engineering, and, mm -hmm. like, sales, marketing, and have those pretty siloed. I think that would work out okay. And I think, honestly, having a partnership agreement that mm -hmm. clearly has steps for buyouts. Uh, yeah. Because that needs to be clear that, yeah. hey, if this isn't working out, we need to have clear steps of how we can resolve this. And I think we always joked about that. Like, hey, well, it's outlined in our operating agreement, right? Which didn't and then we never right. took the time. Right. Or it wasn't well written. And I think it's worth the time. 500 bucks to pay a lawyer. It sounds yeah. like a lot when you're starting a business. I remember thinking that. Yeah. And I think read through somebody else's operating agreement. Yeah. Look at the things that they're worried about or that they've taken time to consider. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, that could happen. Yeah. Like, yeah, it could happen. It does. So happen. Yeah, yeah, it does happen. Right. So have a plan. Yeah. I think the, the, the attitude I always had with Matt and I, our operating agreement was I always wanted to make sure I always knew in my mind, I'm like, we're going to work it out because I valued his friendship more right, than you guys like friends money. forever. Yeah. Right. right. So I'm like, ultimately I'm going to give and Matt's going to give enough to where we'll work it out. Yeah. But certainly we had another partner. We did. Yeah. We should have had an operating agreement with that. Yeah. <laughs> Regrets. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And, and I'm not saying it went bad or no. sour or whatever, but we should have. There's just certain things where it's it's nice to have something to go back to look at and say, this is what we decided. Yeah. Remember when we decided on this? And right. maybe you, you change that. 
but at least you have it something to go updated, back to. Right. It can be yeah. updated and it probably should be updated. But when you don't, it makes it, there's just a lot of unknowns. It's expectations like, uh, almost, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah I, sure. So you say expectations. That's the part I hate the most. Mm-hmm. It's like you expect a partner and you have your in your own mind expectations. And then when that's not happening, it's like, oh. Resent, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah, who, who do you look to to come up with those expectations? Right. Right? Who's going to decide that? And who's going to hold so-and-so accountable? Right. And It's not a fun conversation to have either Mm-mm. at the beginning. No. Like, hey, who's going to do the crappy stuff? Who is it? Like, line that out. Didn't you have that problem in but your my, partnership? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, for me, it was, it, was, it was motivation, which I think happens a lot of times, especially when I was the driver of the idea and the person was really excited. And they did good at the beginning, but shortly after their motivation waned, you know, they weren't pumped about it anymore. And I could tell because they weren't really doing anything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was like, okay, let's be done. I just bought them out. I mean, again, did. it was easy yeah. because it was like a couple hundred dollars or whatever right. to pay him. Um, but after that, we have, you know, Seth, I partnered with Seth after that too. And another guy named Charlie, guy from who worked at Twitter, who helped us with our engineering side. But Seth was, it was interesting with Seth because he's not a pusher. But my gosh, is he good operationally? Like he still runs it all today. Does he really? I don't do anything. I do the taxes once a year. That's I, it. That's it. That's all I do. And, and I he feel still a little guilty. Runs it. And he still runs it. And I say, Seth, anytime you want to sell this, it's done. Yeah. And he'd be, you know, if we could get it sold or if he wants to shut it down, I'd be like, all right, let's shut it down. Your your choice. But um, at the beginning, it was hard because I feel like I had all the knowledge of, of how it all ran. But eventually, he took it over, and he's just been phenomenal uh, operationally. Has it grown much? I mean, it has. There's a lot of people that use it. But again, how much can you charge for an amateur, you know, a very specific video game? Yeah. And it's an amateur level. So we're charging like $10 a, a, a entry. So we, we're, we, we pay admins now, right? Yeah. So all the money goes to admins. And so it kind of runs itself. But Do you, do you uh, still play Dota? I do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So my favorite game for sure. Anyway, partners, I think it's possible. I, I feel like we were very negative on partners here. It <laughs> makes me kind of bummed, but yeah. Because I know it works, but mm-hmm. for me, I just think just if you're going in and you're thinking about a partner, just be careful. Like, it's a big deal. It sucks when it doesn't work because you're going to feel tons of resent. Maybe you don't think about joining with a friend. Think about someone that makes sense from a business side. Cause yeah. then you can break well, you know, just like you're getting into a marriage, you really should vet that person out yes. and for honestly, a long time. If that person's married, you're kind of married. You're kind of partnering with two different people because the spouse is going to have say on how this should go. I want to I want to hook Brett into this. Okay. Hey Brett, I'm going to call you I'm going to call you in 30 seconds. You ready? Okay, bye. Is Brett Hughes? <laughs> yeah, Brett. Brandon is getting more people on his side to say don't oh, do I see. a partner. Yeah, I don't know. I actually he's don't know low, what Brett would say. Oh, he's going to He told you, right? Didn't he tell you that one time like just go, "Oh, that was just a start of business." That was just, that was a, start just a start of business, yeah. Okay. I chatted him while we were doing this because I thought I would be really interested to hear what he. Thanks for calling Brett Hughes. You know when you call back too quickly? Yeah, and he and doesn't it, hung it up yet goes, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know why. It just kind of goes Maybe straight Maybe just declined. That would suck. That's pretty good. Hey, Brett. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Hey, listen up. You're on the podcast live, the Founders Pod. Ooh, nice. So you're with uh, Jordan Hansen and Matt Lamb. Welcome to the Founders Pod, Brett. We have a question to ask you. Let's hear it. Okay. We're, the topic that we're discussing right now is partners in business. 
Ooh, that's a tough one. That is yeah. a tough one. Are you for or against them in general? What's your stance? In general, I'm against them. Okay, why? It, because I've had a number of partnerships, and all of them have ended pretty well except for one, or maybe two. But you just it seems like you can never be on the same vision forever. Like, for instance, like one guy, like we started our, our brokers together. We were totally on the same side. We went and visited all these different brokerages. We knew exactly what the model was going to look like. And um, we started replicating it. And like three years in, he's like, I want to go a different direction. I want to try this. This thing is totally off the wall. I want to do this. And I'm like, guy, like we are so close. Why in the world would you want to do that? Look at what we're doing. And it's just keeping those visions together for, for like a long period of time. I, I think people just grow apart. When, when would a partnership work for you? Short-term stuff. Like I, I do a couple of deals with, with Ryan, your older brother, and it's, it's always like project by project. So it's like, okay, here's a project. Here's some land we're going to develop. We're going to do this. This is going to be our end outcome. Let's do it. And, but there's an end date, you know, and that's I, the funny thing is there's like a few of my agents and a few other people that have seen partnerships work really long-term. I just haven't been able to replicate that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I might not be the best person to ask, but for me, like, I feel like it just hasn't been that effective. Awesome. Yeah. You know, we've actually all, kind of, we've all kind of mirrored that same position. <laughs> right. Like, you know, we all have our own rules on why we would or wouldn't go into a partnership. And, and so, yeah, that's, we, we wanted to get your input. You had a partnership in a number of different stages in your career but now you're no longer partnered with anybody. Is that right in your main business? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's, and it's really nice, like really nice. Cause even you're even frustrated at like people's outputs. Like for instance, like this guy I'm talking about, he would work way more hours than me, like legitimately be in at eight and not leave till seven. Right. But he wasn't effective. So I had recruited all these agents. Like when we split, I had recruited about 70 of the, of the, you know, 75 agents, but he worked way more. And then like I sold a lot more real estate. And at that time we were splitting commission 50, 50, which was, you know, I was like, Oh, that's fair. But even my wife's like, what does he bring to the table? And I'm like, I don't know. He's there a lot. He's at the table. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like doodling and stuff like, you know, but, um, and it's not to say he wasn't, he was not worthless. He was super good at what he did. Like he helped bring a lot of structure, but, at the same time, like you're never thrilled with the other person for like a long period of time. That partnership's interesting because he ended up going to another partnership and then shortly after leaving that partnership. So there was some interesting partnership dynamics after yours broke up. Yeah. And I get the feeling that he loves the startup side of things. Yeah. But he doesn't know that about himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like rather than actually running a business, and like actually enjoying what you did. I think you love that startup and that first couple of year grind. And it's probably like a, you know, something that you probably maybe know now, but it's, it's going to constantly leave you hating life in my opinion. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for your input, buddy. Appreciate it. You bet. Later guys. Yeah. Yeah. Great. We'll see you. So how do you think, uh, partnerships do it? Because you know, like, let's say there's five partnerships or five partners, four partners, whatever, in a business. And they're all set up to get paid the same distribution amount. 
but they know the, or at least in their view, the production may not be as high as theirs, but yet they know that person is getting paid X amount, the same as them. How do you think they work that out? Do you just think they swallow it and just like, oh, okay, we're going to just accept that? Wait, wait, you're saying the person that's, un- that's, that's yeah, underperforming? Yeah, us three. Us three are in a business. Yeah. I show up at 1030 and, but I, like Brett said, maybe I'm more productive, but I don't fit the schedule or whatever. Right, in right, your right. eyes, I'm not doing my part or enough of what you think I should be doing. Right. Whether you are or not, you're saying. Whether I am or is not, that, it is just that, doesn't line up. Is it in violation of the contract? No, you're saying that's easy. No, yeah. it no, here. it's not. Kay. Yeah, because that probably wouldn't. I mean, uh, depending on what the role is, be, who cares if they're there at eight, right? It should be delivery of, of stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's a measurement of swallowing it. I mean, look there's at the be. look at the partnerships that we've seen where a, a a father starts a business, passes it down to his kids, and then there's in laws that are involved in that business. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, yeah. what do you have to do with it? You had it? the right last name. Yeah, you married into this, and there's some resentment there, and then there's some resentment on what do you bring talent-wise, but you're getting a similar ownership structure. I mean, the partnership that I'm a part of now, we're all partners at different levels of equity. Yeah. But I think it works because we all have our own siloed areas. You've been. I feel like it works perfectly because you guys – you built the business. You clearly have shown that you're interested in your business. Your operations aren't going to change. It's not like you're starting something brand new together yeah. where you're not sure where motivation is going to be. And not only that, it doesn't affect me if their agency just caputes. Right, right. I mean, it, it, it it'll does affect a little the, bit, but the not stock much. price. Right. But if but if the, the business in general is going, then they'll out-consume what that one agency has has left behind. And so, But that's what my, my big question when I was joining this was, Look, if somebody else has a bad year, will that affect my income? And no. Yeah, the the answer is no. But if the answer was yes, I'd be like, okay, I'm out. Right. Yeah. Like I'm just out. Like I, I don't want to hold that against hold that over somebody who's having a tough year. And that's what a or if you is. have a really good year, are they compensated more for so, your so effort? Socialism yeah. There? And and yeah. the the stock prices in this particular case, but I'm also compensated a little bit on if I hit certain the higher mm-hmm. you get, the yeah, more incentives yeah, sure. and yeah. stuff. And so, you know, there, but there's a little bit of swallowing for me to say, okay, well, I'm going to take a haircut here, but it, you know, well outdoes itself on this side mm-hmm. and I can live with the operational day to day. You know, that's why it works for me. But, and you would say it, it works for you really well. It sounds like a good situation. There's still a little so far. more, you, you have to, you have, you're not your own man hundred percent anymore, no. right? Uh-uh. Sometimes you have some things and that's sometimes rubs a little bit. It does. Yeah. And it, <clears throat> and it's been a change for me. Right. Because. I have to take my mentality away from, well, I'll deal with it personally if it goes south. Right. That was always my mentality. I'm like, look, I'm entering these agreements into my into my own and I'll deal with them. But now technically it's a liability of all of our partners. So I don't I don't want to enter into an agreement that's gonna put them at liability. Right. You gotta be a little more careful. You can't take as many uh, be more careful with your yeah. risks, right? And and I can call and, and we can talk about some of those risks before I get into it. And just like I don't want them to enter into a risk that would put me at liability. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely been a change for me. And I've only done it for, you know, seven seven months mm-hmm. or something. And so it could sour later on. I hope not. That, that was my biggest worry. It's like, gosh, am I selling the goose, the golden goose to for one egg? Yeah. You know, and I just thought, man, if, if in 20 years this thing completely changes, 
I'm going to have a, this huge non-compete. <laughs> yeah. I have to cash out and have a non-compete and go be Jordan's employee or something. Right. Go work for the Dota I mean, thing. I can hire you. Yeah. The Dota thing's doing okay. Seth will hire you. <laughs> As a, can you still buy whatever weird thing you want for your office? Yeah, I can. And, and you know, we have, we have goals that we want to hit a certain amount of profit margin, but it's not like somebody's going to skewer me if I don't hit that. And United Commercial Insurance bought. Okay. I'll, yeah. yeah. I'll the, the, studio the video the studio <laughs> yeah so i still do quirky things yeah and they trust me and it's like look it's not it's not really they're not affecting auditing, right they're not looking at those numbers and they're looking at them yeah for so they're looking at the PL every month yeah, which i'm are they looking at the line items they're not like looking at these they could items. They, yeah yeah they yeah. could and if they're like wow look like you're spending a you lot of money on flexes <laughs> office your office equipment's like 60 percent of your expenses like what are yeah, you buying right. you know and and I hope they're they're doing that because that they need to keep me honest and everybody else honest to sure. a point, right? Um, but Jordan has an accounting; he can help you hide stuff. He has an accounting background, type background, so we can there do some laundering yeah. of that. <laughs> Side note: I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> this is <laughs> funny joke, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, record off. Uh, anyway, yeah. So so that that's why it works. So far, that's why it's worked. That's why I was attracted to this model that was presented to me. Um, but uh, adding a part, I was very weary to adding a partnership because I was going through, I mean, at the time, Matt and I were kind of, I was like, look, this is really Matt's thing. And and I don't need to be involved in it anymore, right, for it to be successful. And I, I always wanted it to be his thing in the end. You know, it was, I thought we, I had diff, my, my ideas evolved over time. This, this business that Matt owns, the Citadel business. Um, in the end, I always think, I believe that, okay, this is Matt's. Even if I was a part of it, I wouldn't be a huge part of it in the future. And so at the time I was kind of, you know, getting out of that and selling my insurance. So there was a lot going on and I was just weary of like, okay, I don't want to get into a partnership. I don't want to, I, I will regret being in in five years. Which is my biggest concern. That's why I'm I'm so hesitant. It's like, you know, you could really get yourself in a bad situation in a quick time frame. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the point I would make here is yeah. you just really need to make sure you know what you're getting into. And I think it's hard to know what you're getting into, and that's why I would Yeah. The guy who advises it. against getting into a partnership is in a partnership. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why I said at the start, I'm very hypocritical in this conversation. Very hypocritical. You just have to, you just yeah. evaluate, right? It's just evaluate. It's not that yeah. they're wrong. You just got to be careful. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think I was lucky because um, at one point, my brother, my dentist brother, was going to join my insurance thing. Mm -hmm. For whatever reasons, we yeah. both weren't really happy with how things were going, insurance and dental and whatever, and he wanted to move here and there. And it fell through. And... So glad <laughs> we would have been miserable and it could have ruined our relationship. Yeah. That was the downside. And we didn't necessarily take that into account. And we're both strong personalities. I know that wouldn't have failed. And so, but at the time you just think, oh, it'd be the best thing to ever right. work, Hang work with, with, with your brother. Right, yeah. Right, right. And I think it's good too, to get a second opinion, right? Like if you're going into a partnership, ask somebody else that maybe knows you or knows that yeah. person Yeah, you're and right. get a second opinion because I know you and Chris, and you say that wouldn't have worked. I probably would. Yeah. It, would you have told me that if I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. That's, that's, I really want to do this. It depends if you ask, right? If you say, what do you think? If you're just, if you're just telling us like, hey, I'm going to do this with Chris and pumped, I wouldn't say anything. But if you're like, hey, yeah. do you think this is a bad idea? What do you think? Then what, I'd probably say, 
I just wonder if I presented to Matt, I probably would have been like, dude, yeah, yeah, it sounds great. You guys great. are smart. Go for <laughs> it. Because for him, what's the benefit of like putting down yeah, this is my interesting. yeah true putting, friendship, right? But your the true friendship would be telling someone said there. It, it seems like there would have to be major red flags. For right. me to be like, Ooh, well, Matt's like, Matt would be putting himself out there, and then be like, well, Matt doesn't think I could do this. Right. With yeah. Chris. Like a, yeah, you know, and then like Matt becomes that personality. It's like, oh well, I'm gonna. Yeah. Throw I, it so it on someone him. said a scale of like, s- people are really nice or they're honest. That, th- that's the scale, right? <laughs> and it's like you can never be. Th- there's, both I mean, if, at the same you time. you're along that. Sometimes you could be more nice and less honest, but yeah. you know, the honest people are probably the least nice. <laughs> yeah, because they're gonna tell you this partnership would suck or whatever. Yeah, partnership partnerships are complex. But yes, you are. did do a business with Chris and Jeff, right? I did, yeah. And I wouldn't I, I would I would say this with them listening. I would only do a business with my brothers. This is a rule that I have now. If all I was doing was submitting money. Yeah. What if it was Not a short term project? Short term, maybe? Sure. Am I working it with them day to day? Uh well it's maybe like, for like a month. How, like how Brett two sure. months, you know, even sure. like a quarter. Short term. If, yeah, it has yeah. an end date. Like an end date, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Like, you could easily, it would be fun yeah. to partner with people like that. I don't know how that would work, show right. up, but if if we're going to do a business, I would rather, if even if it was like, you're going to make a billion dollars, but the risk is my friendship, relationship, relationship with my family, yeah. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm out. Yep. I'm just out. I'm just... I know we're not going to make a billion dollars. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> you could. Like, that's a false promise. It's I'm just not doing it. The, the, the risk is is high, and the reward is improbable. All right. So I'm just not going to do that. I have a billion-dollar business idea, though. Do you really? We'll just discuss it after. No. Um, that's going to be one of our topics, though, business ideas. I actually I know. Excited I, I think for we that. should have multiple episodes where we just riff on some ideas we have. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited for that. Yep. Let's do it. And take us out. Thanks for listening to the Founders Podcast. Be sure to follow the host on Twitter. Search at Jord B. Hansen and at Brandon Minot to discuss more. Also, be sure to visit thefounderspod.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.